have everybody in the house of the Lord. Amen. Galatians chapter 5. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherein Christ have made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you, that if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Christ has become of no effect unto you, whosoever you are justified by the law, you are fallen from grace. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. You did run well, who did hinder you, that you should not obey the truth. You did run well, but who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Amen. And that's where I want to preach from this thought today, disqualified. Disqualified. Pray with me one more time. Father, I praise you again today, Lord God. I praise you for your goodness, O God, sweet Holy Spirit. Let these next moments be your words, O God, and let it touch our hearts and prepare us, O God. Let your will be accomplished this day, Lord, in every life, Lord. We thank you again this day. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen. And you may be seated, amen. Disqualified. Amen. Paul begins to write to the church of Galatia. And in the fifth chapter, as we see, he told them to stand fast in the liberty wherein Christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yokes of bondage. In every race, amen, we all enter to win. We enter that race to win. And if we don't win, we want to complete. We all want to cross the finish line. Amen. And in every race, whether it's a car race, whether it's a, a, a whatever kind of race, there are rules and engagements uh, and obedience that we must obey if we are going to be classified as qualified to win the race. I was reading an article a few days ago, and recently here in America, it says that the 12 to 14-year-olds who make up the Adderley Junior League softball team in, from Mechanicsville, Virginia, was disqualified from the nationally televised championship game at the Junior League World Series in Kirkland, Washington, after one team member posted a photo on her Snapchat account before their game of her teammates with their middle finger raised in the air. Think about that for a moment. Here they are, 12 to 14 years old, of this school, junior league softball team, 
competing for the championship, and they became disqualified after one of the members posted a picture of her teammates on Snapchat of all of them standing with their middle finger raised in the air. The team apologized, even asking for an investigation into the game, but it was too late to repair the damage the image had already done. Think about that. Disqualified because of a picture on Snapchat. Chat, excuse me. You stop and you wonder, you think, who caused them? Who was the one in the group that says, hey, let's do this? Who was the one in the group of the team that says, let's all pose and do this picture this way? And what made the one girl decide to put it on Snapchat or chat or whatever you call it and not think about the repercussion of it that's going to happen? That's the thing we have to realize in social media today. And I, I can tell you I've seen many people lose out on social media because, amen, they post things not realizing the repercussion. Can you imagine what the parents must have thought of these 12 to 14-year-olds uh, when they realize or hear that their daughters, amen, was disqualified because they of a, an act of such nature that was posted out on a social media site, amen, disqualified. And we know a few years ago that Lance Armstrong, who was the Tour de France, France winner for many years, found himself being disqualified because of doping. Amen. Because you see, in every race and in every game that you play, there are rules and, and that we must uh, obey if we're going to win the game of life. Amen. Even in this race that you and I are in, there are rules that must be obeyed to, so that we're not disqualified. Paul goes on and tells the church at Hebrews in the third chapter, in verse 18, to whom swore they they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. So we see that they could not enter in because of disbelief. We are not, we need to realize that if we don't believe, it can disqualify us from entering into the kingdom of Almighty God. I constantly hear people often say, I don't think I have to do that to be saved. And you don't have to do all that to be saved. But what does God's Word tell us? Amen. We must be doers of God's Word. Jesus tells us that we must love Him with all our heart, with all our minds, with all our soul, and with all our strength. He says, you've got to be all not part of it. You've got to be all in order to love me. Amen. We can't allow ourselves to become disqualified but not given all. It requires all of us, all our minds, all our soul, all our strength, and all our heart to love God. Amen. We don't want to become disqualified. And I believe I'm talking to some people today that don't want to be disqualified. As a matter of fact, I want to encourage you to not be disqualified when you cross the finish line. I want to encourage you to obey the rules of engagement. I want to encourage you 
to obey God's truth and His Word at every juncture in your life. When you come to a standpoint in your life, whether it's to do right or do wrong, I want to encourage you to be a man and woman that stands strong and says, I will do what is right at all times. I will not disqualify myself from what God is asking me to do in His Word. Paul told the church at Corinth, he says, Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor idolaters, nor effeminates, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. He's trying to let us know that if you violate the rules of engagement in God's truth of His Word, you can't enter into the kingdom of God. These things, he said, will disqualify you. He goes on and tells the church at Galatia and the fifth chapter, he says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust for pleasures, adultery, sorceries, hostility, quarreling, jealousies, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissensions, divisions, envyings, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But you don't want to disqualify yourself. You don't want to cause yourself to be disqualified. You want to make it. You want to enter the gates of pearls. You want to dance on the streets of gold. You want to be able to cast your crowns towards the Lord and says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. You don't want to disqualify yourself. You want to run worthy. You want to live worthy. You want to walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Paul says to the church, he says, you ran well, but who did hinder you that you did not obey the truth? Amen. What a race. You're running. You're giving it your all, but you didn't obey the truth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made. In Him, amen, we live, we move, and we have our beings. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up into glory. If truth will make you free, then you ought to be free. Don't be entangled again with the yokes of bondage. Stand fast in the liberty wherein Christ has made us free and be not entangled again. Obey the rules of engagement. Jesus goes on, says in Matthew 7, Not everyone that saith to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, 
but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name has done many wonderful works. And I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. He's giving you an understanding here. He's showing you that you got to obey the rules of engagement to win the race. You've got to stand on truth to be able to get there. You've got to stand on truth. You've got to hide truth in your heart. Let the Word of God, Paul said, dwell in you richly. Amen. Therefore, whosoever hear these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not. Why? For it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sins of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built this house upon the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, the wind blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. But truth will keep you solid. Truth will keep you on the rock. Truth will make you qualified every time. Not disqualified, but qualified. Amen. You will be able to constantly see what God is doing. You will be able to run this race with patience, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. You will hear Him say, well done. You will dance with joy when you stand on truth. You lift your hands in praise when you enter in the finish line. If you ever notice a race when they cross the finish line and they win, they go to the winning circle and there's rejoicing, there's shouting, there's excitement. Every child of God should be ready to dance, to jump, to leap, to holler and says, I've won. I've crossed the finish line. Henceforth there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness whom the righteous judge will give to me and not only to me but all those that are long for his appearing. Amen. Don't disqualify yourself but stand on truth. Stand on the word of God. Jesus turned to his disciples. Amen. And he says, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part with me. And many of them said, that's the hard saying. Who can handle this? And many walked away and went back, it says, and walked with him no more. And then he turned to the twelve and he said, will you go away also? And Simon Peter said, Lord, unto whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we are persuaded that thou art the Christ. How persuaded are you that this is truth? How persuaded are you that this will get you across the finish line? How persuaded are you, amen, that this is what it's going to take to propel you, to push you, to cause you to win this race? What will it take? 
amen, to persuade you. The writer of Hebrews goes on in the sixth chapter and says, But beloved, I am persuaded of better things of you, things that accompany salvation, though we have speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, and which you have sown, amen, into his name, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we require that every one of you do show the same diligence, amen, to the fullness of the assurance of hope unto the end. For when God made promise to Abraham, when he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply you. And so after he patiently endured, he received the promise. Amen. You've got a promise waiting on you, but you can't disqualify yourself. You've got to walk in truth. You've got to live by truth. You've got to stand on the truth because Jesus is the truth. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No man can come unto the Father but by me. We've got to hold to the truth. If not, we can easily disqualify ourselves. Truth will make you free. Truth will set you apart from the, those that are not walking in truth. Amen. Don't entangle yourself again with the yokes of bondage. You will see truth again. Most people don't realize it. A guy that goes to stand before the judge, he's hearing truth. Because by me, the Lord says, that's judges rule. Amen. They might not just come out and say it's in the Bible, but I guarantee you, you check closely. It's there. You don't want to disqualify. You ran well. But who did hinder you? Paul says that you didn't obey the truth. Why am I going to run? Why am I going to even try if I'm not going to obey? Because I know from the onset that I'm going to be disqualified. Think about it. You give it your all, but you, you're not going to win. All because you didn't obey the rules, the truth. It'll make you free. It keeps you in the right path. It keeps you online. And God wants you to win. He don't want you to lose. I've come that you might have life and that more abundantly. James goes on and said in the New Living Translation in James 1, 22 through 27. But don't just listen to God's word. I'm reading from the New Living Translation of James 1, 22, 27. He says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're fooling, only fooling yourself. For if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your mirror face in a mirror. You see yourself. You walk away and forget what you looked like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free and you do it what it says and don't forget what you've heard, then God will bless you for doing it. 
If you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourselves, and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God, the Father, means caring for orphans and widows and their distresses and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Notice, don't let the world corrupt you. Don't let it lead you away. This is what Paul said. Who did hinder you that you did not obey the truth? Amen. Don't think because people are getting away, they're getting away. They're not getting away. Amen. You don't want to disqualify yourself for heaven. Run to win. Truth is given us so that we will win. Truth removes the weights. Truth removes the hindrance. Truth refills our spiritual tank so that we can know that we're running on unto victory. Paul goes on in Galatians 3 and he asks the same church. He says, who did bewitch you that you did not obey? Amen. The truth. He says, I want to know, did you start in the spirit or did you start in the flesh? Amen. He said, are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are you now made perfect by the flesh? No, you're not. You walk in the Spirit. You run in the Spirit. You live in the Spirit. Amen. Because we are designed to win. God has called us to win, not to lose. Amen. We don't need to lose this race. We need to win this race. We need to purpose in our hearts. I'm going to win this race. No matter what comes my way, I'm going to hold fast to truth. As the Lord told Joshua, Don't allow the word to depart from your mouth. As long as you keep it, as long as you do it, uh, you will have good success uh, in your life. Amen. In other words, Joshua, you'll win. And if you notice what happens uh, when Joshua takes the children of Israel into the promised land. Amen. They have victory after victory after victory. Wins, 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 wins. Amen. Because he held to the word of God. Amen. But those that didn't hold to the word of God, like Achan, amen, he lost out. And we need to realize we're not called to lose. We're called to win. I've called you to victory. Amen. As the songwriter says, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me. He brought me with his redeeming blood. I love him I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. When I repented of my sins, when I got baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, when he filled me with the Spirit, he called me to win. He did not call me to be disqualified. He says, I brought you out to bring you in. Obey my word. Live by my word. Hold to my word. Word, cling to my word. Take my hand. As the old songwriter said, take my hand, precious Lord. Lead me on. Let me stand. I am tired. I am worn. I am weak. Through the flood. Amen. Lead me on unto the light. Because we will be qualified, not disqualified. God don't want you to be disqualified. He wants you to be qualified. Praise God. 
songwriter said, who is this who for our sorrow? Oh, for comfort and relief, bringing sunshine to the dark and shadow life, saying softly, cease repining, lift thy soul above his grief, let the peace pass understanding, still the strife. It is Jesus, it is Jesus, sad ones weep no more. He will heal the broken hearts and open wide the prison door. He is able to deliver evermore. You're going to be a qualifier. You're going to hear those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. Why? Because you know truth. You've heard the truth. You know the truth. So there's no reason you should lose in the race. It's not to the swift. God just wants you to obey the truth so you can win, so you can cross the finish line. Oh, and then we'll rejoice. Then we will rejoice here, but we will rejoice over there even more because all our cares will be passed away. Amen. No more sorrows. No more wearies. For day in and day out, we will join with that heavenly host and says, Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God wants us to win. Amen. At every juncture of our lives, we got a purpose, brothers and sisters, that we're going to be victorious. Amen. As our world continues to get upside down and turn upside down more and more. But those of us who know him, we just got to keep pressing towards the mark. Hold into the truth of God's word. Get yourself a scripture. Hold on to it. Because in Acts 27, if you notice, they all made it to shore by a piece of that ship. That old ship of Zion is the hope for the lost and the dying. It's a soul-saving station. It is a tower of salvation. It's been through the wind, but the wind couldn't turn it. Fed to the lions, the lions couldn't eat it. Fought a lot of wars, but never defeated. It's the church, triumphant, oh God, and is built by the hands of the Lord. Amen. And he's talking about you and me. Amen. God is building us. He's preparing us. Amen. He's given us the truth to hold on to so that we can be qualified. So let's win this race. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. You feel like you need encouragement.